It's 2022, which means it's a renewal year and you need CEUs. 30 if you're in South Carolina, and three of those have to be on ethics, jurisprudence, and whatever else goes in that category. Look, the year's going by fast, and you can knock out all those requirements with a MedBridge subscription, and you can get 40% off with the discount code BETTERFASTERPOD. I have a friend named Shelly, and she's a little lazy. Her words, not mine. She hasn't done any Con Ed over the past year and a half until she got her subscription set up. And what she does is she just puts modules on her phone while she watches 90 Day Fiance. Great show, by the way. Is she learning anything? No. But is she getting the local governing bodies off her bat? Yes. Your subscription also includes NSCA credits, OCS certification prep courses, patient education, home exercise programs, EMR integration. There's tons and tons of resources. Again, use the discount code BETTERFASTERPOD to get 40% off your individual subscription. That's the best price that MedBridge offers, okay? Only the best for our listeners. Now enjoy the episode. Hey gang, welcome to another episode of the Better Faster Podcast. We appreciate you tuning in this week. We've got um, some uh, listener questions to address on our last episode, which will be fun to talk about too. Um, some other interesting things and a an acute knee injury that we got to see hours after it happened um, from a, a, a family that we're, we're close with and, and a guy got hurt playing baseball, came right in. We'll talk you through that process too. So um, should be a good episode. But first, Brandon, how are you doing, bud? I'm doing well. It's been a good week. I've been, uh, I'm, I'm about a week and a half into my, my nicotine experiment. Yep. We got to update right. that. Yeah. So uh, two milligrams, two milligrams a day. I've been taking the morning. It's a lozenge, basically a mint, right? Yeah. And uh, I got to tell you, man, I'm, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling a little more clear headed in the morning. So I take it. My jokes are funnier. Um, it's been, it's been Debatable. solid. Yeah. Yeah. Right. right. <laughs> Uh, but man, I am I am sensitive to it. Uh, I, I tried I tried taking four. I tried taking two of those, and I got dizzy. Like I, got, yeah. I was like, if I take six, I'm gonna vomit. Right? It reminded me, remind me of, remind me of yeah. like the old dip days. Right? So, um, but no, I, I do. I, man, I, I like it. I kind of feel guilty about it too because I'm like, man, is this good for me? Is like, yeah, is yeah. it worth it? But um, you know, I'm gonna try it out a couple more weeks, and then you know, recheck some blood pressure stuff like that, and um, just see what happens. You know? Yeah, I'm intrigued, man. I'm intrigued, yeah. and and the the questions we got from the listener were both interesting, man. I don't know if you mm-hmm. want to read those out, and we'll yeah. kind of address them because there's some interesting points there. Yeah, so I want to give a shout out to Chris Adams. Chris Adams is a student physical therapist at South Alabama. So shout out to Chris for giving us two questions, actually. So the first one he asked us was. Can nicotine work well as a stimulant late in the day versus caffeine since it supposedly gets out of your system faster? So yeah. what are your thoughts about that? Well, yeah, man, you, I think you had seen the question first, so you looked up the half-life and it was, yeah. I would say it was two hours on average. Yeah, so yeah, nicotine, um, nicotine two hours on average versus caffeine, the half-life is five hours. Right, so. right. And so we know, you know, again, if we're talking about averages here, so that means if it's two hour, hours, that means you have some people where it's less than an hour and some people it's more three, four. I mean, you're going to get a wide range. So it mm-hmm. is going to be individual, individualized there too, but... Um, it, it that does pose an interesting uh, argument for if you need a little bit of a pickup kind of later in your work day or as you're going through because uh, we know that you know when working at you know a lot of times when we're working with people on sleep one of the first things we're looking at is well if they're consuming caffeine during the day when are they having their caffeine mm-hmm. and and then evaluating if little changes say let's move that just an hour earlier or let's move it mm-hmm. a little bit earlier in the day that seems to to play a big role with sleep. I know uh, I've got one of the Whoop Bands, man, and it, I, I track on when my last caffeine was, and I play around with that, or I've looked at how it affects sleep. So it would make sense that if you know if we have something that's got a shorter half life, uh, and and we need that little pick me up, it, it would make sense that that's a potential option then. Yeah, absolutely. How's that Whoop Band? Has it been accurate? 
Uh, you know, it's a good question, man. I think I'm breaking the thing yeah. because uh, I, I actually been sleeping well, a lot better for yeah. me, and uh, it's still my HRV is still in the tank, and it still thinks mm. I'm not recovered. I'm in the green today, though. Yeah. I was in the green today, right. um, but funny, I didn't feel as good today as I right. normally do. But does it, um, does it change your behaviors at all? Like, if you have a bad day, you're gonna like you're gonna train differently or something? No, like that? so so no, and, I, and that's kind of how I have. This is a whole different co- tangent, but like I usually have my people and myself too, my athletes, I evaluate how they feel before mm-hmm. they look at their score and to kind of take that as just another yeah. piece of information. But for me, I have made conscious decisions lifestyle-wise from trying to get a better score, mm-hmm. when, you know, whether it's working or not. So I have slept much better um, and, and made some other lifestyle changes and helpful. But yeah. anyway, yeah, so, so um, it, it potential, right? Potentially, right. Yeah. absolutely. Yeah, so, um, and also just to piggyback to that first question too, I'm just thinking completely anecdotally, my experience, like when I used to dip, it was always at nighttime when I was studying, right? And I never had any issues with sleep whatsoever. Now, granted, at this point in my life, I've got such a tolerance to caffeine too. I could probably drink a bang right before bed and probably fall asleep as well too. But um, it never seemed to interfere with my sleep. You know, I, I guess I would yeah. take it maybe, I don't know, anywhere between sometimes an hour before bed. Yeah. Oh, for sure, yeah. man. I'd be oh, 100%. I chewed and, and also um, coffee, studying all through PT school, man. Yeah. You finish studying, be two in the morning, finishing up the last thing, I'd lay down, I'd fall asleep in five minutes. Yeah. You know, it's, so, so it, maybe we're not the perfect uh, case example for yeah, that. Right. But, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, it makes sense. So simple answer is shorter half-life, nicotine, longer half-life, caffeine, right? Right, so, yep. All right, and then Chris had a second question, and it was, so does nicotine in the form of dip, a cigar, et cetera, have zen-like effects? Um, so he said that, you know, he used to play baseball and um, he used to dip and he felt like it had a little more of a calming effect uh, as opposed to maybe more of a, a stimulating effect for him. Yeah, for sure, man. I think um, kind of, again, we're getting into more of the biochemistry of it. You mm-hmm. talk about the dopamine response, right? Yeah. So, so I mean, you're, you're going to, I mean, nicotine, you're going to get a, a rush of dopamine, right? That's probably where you're going to get that euphoria, right? It feels mm-hmm. good. Even these little two milligrams, because I'm so far removed from it, my tolerance is low. Like, it gives me a little bit of like a buzz in the morning, but it's so short-lived. Um, yeah, but, yeah. But again, it's, it's kind of nice. But um, yeah, I mean, I, another thing too, though, like when you get that, that dopamine signal, like it almost like it teaches the brain to kind of repeat that behavior. And I think that's why like... Um, cigarette smokers i think that's part of the habit as well too. Right, right. so they're kind of trained to 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 do that and get that fix and you know kind yeah, of yeah. The, uh, activate that reward center and dude we did not we did that whole episode and we did not talk about the jewel like the I jewel i know i know when we like talk okay, about okay boomer moment oh there. i know yeah. dude we're getting yeah. way too old the jewel wasn't yeah. a thing when we were <laughs> what do you call it like when you like vaping you yeah. talk about vaping bro yeah, yeah, but yeah. Like, dude, what, do, what do the kids call it whenever they, they talk like jeweling they call it taking a jewel yeah, like dude, what, what is that it's yeah. just we are really showing yeah. our age now yeah, we're in our 30s yeah. now um, so anybody yeah. you might know the answer to that so <laughs> let me know because i'm feeling old after that but yeah, yeah man um so great crescents chris i hope we answered that and um yeah i'm gonna keep going with my nicotine experiment because i don't want to end up like joe biden oh god <laughs> all right <laughs> anyway all right so um, um, well, yeah we're gonna see it begin always weigh the pros and cons here yeah. maybe it's a little bit of a pick-me-up maybe you feel good but we talked about some of those uh, negative uh, yep. potential negative side effects so go back and listen to that episode if you want to know more about that that too yeah don't try this at home kids yeah all right <laughs> so uh next thing just interesting story just completely separate topic i want to make sure mention so i had a patient who goes to the oncologist routinely for some treatment mm-hmm. and she mentioned that one of the nurses told her so now i'm like getting like second hand third hand but she mentioned that one of the nurses said that some of the patients with cancer have been basically gaming the system by drinking like ice cold water right before they enter the building, get their temperatures checked because of COVID uh, to intentionally lower their body temperature. Because if they have a fever, 
Yeah. By, by any, you know, which could be related to COVID, could be related to something else, maybe, I don't know, a side effect of chemo perhaps. Right. Um, but if they do have a fever, they get denied their cancer treatment for two weeks, having to go through that whole quarantine phase. Because that is crazy. Yeah. And, and I got to tell you, like, if I'm putting myself in those shoes of a cancer patient, if that was me, I would do the same thing. Yeah, dude, it's, it's it, again, some of those unintended side effects that you don't think about. Uh, yeah. You know, when we're talking about just like the, the general consensus of what's, what's going on right now. And then you got to think there's got to be a remedy to that, right? Yeah. There's got to be a way to... To almost like a, I think you used the food truck remedy when we were talking about the other day. It's yeah. like you gotta have a way to basically portable, pull portable up portable something. Uh, something. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I uh, it's one of those things. If you're not in that person's shoes, it's hard mm-hmm. to to judge them or understand what they're going through. But yeah, if you have if you feel like what that treatment is life saving in a sense, it's, you're you're probably gonna think differently yep, when you absolutely. go through this. And and so I kind of understand it. But that's. It's interesting. Hopefully, we don't have any patients doing that before they come into right, to, yeah, to things with us. Yeah. Gotcha. And actually, so I thought, so we're going to get into this topic, I promise, but there's one other thing, too. So we actually got a, like an interesting response. There's like a little competition that's occurred um, as a result of our belt straps and straps episode we did mm-hmm. like two episodes ago. So, so all right, so this is between Haley Jones. Haley's our front desk coordinator, but she's also a very fit crosser. Is she the fittest female in Columbia? Uh, probably, I would, yeah. pray. I would yeah. put her in that category. And then so, Coach <laughs> Adam Billy Duke, who we had on the podcast, he was yep. our guest for that episode. Billy Duke? Yep. Um, so basically, long story short, Haley is is a purist, right? She's like the she's like the Quaker crossfitter, man. She does not believe in any assistance. She thinks, all right, Haley thinks that chalk and the hook grip are cheating. Those are assistants, <laughs> right? Those are a crutch. She's a crutch. So Adam, Adam, and I don't want to speak too much for Adam, but Adam's like basically like, no, you chalk is not cheating, hook grip's not cheating, that yeah. kind of thing. So what after them having this discussion, they are going to design an all-gymnastics workout. They're going to do this soon, probably in a week or two. And the rules are going to be that Adam gets to use his chalk or whatever he needs. And grips, Haley's, too. Grips, yeah, too. Yeah, grips. okay. And Haley's not. And we'll get to see who wins. Now, yeah. I got to tell you, I, I, like in the back of my head, like I'm just thinking about like how just hot and sweaty it gets in the back of that gym compared yeah. to Carolina CrossFit where Haley trains. I, I don't know, man. I think it's pretty swampy. I think it might get a little dicey, but we'll I see. I, I mean, my, I love Adam. Adam's my dude. Yeah. Uh, I'm probably taking Haley regardless here. <laughs> but um, yeah, just, just throwing that out there. Um, but it, it's it's also more of like, uh, you know, she trains like that consistently and he trains uh-huh. like that consistently. So, I mean, it's one of those things as long as it's, uh, in my view, I look at it as like if it's not you know, in, in competition, it's not like Adam's wearing something that he can't use in competition, right? Yeah. So, so they're both going to be in their normal element. They're both mm-hmm. used to training this way. So then it really comes down to the the capacity they've built, right. and and that's why my my money would go on gotcha. uh, Miss Haley Jones. Yeah, okay, hundred yeah, percent. Yeah, yeah. I hope Adam's not listening to this episode. I know. Right. <laughs> Sorry, so buddy. Give us some motivation. <laughs> yeah. All, right. All right, man. So let's get into this episode. So yeah. I guess uh, it's it's a it's a MCL episode. It's kind of a an auto and roll episode. Yeah, yeah. It's um, more. But, yeah, I think it's that's even yeah. more important than than even what it ended up being. It's yeah. more of like what do you do sure. if this person walks into your clinic like in the, with the way that this person did. Yeah, absolutely. So I guess um I guess I guess tee it up and kind of paint the picture. So this was this was just yesterday. It was uh, midday. Um, I got a call from a patient who I treated before, his mother, who was also a patient of mine previously too. Um, just a great family, been really good to us over the years. And she, her, the, the 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 patient, the the son, her her child, um, he's a baseball player, right? He's, yep. a, he's a really good baseball player too. Um, he's a catcher, and she mentioned um, that he had hurt his knee, and she called the clinic. There was a bad connection. Um, I couldn't really understand. He said he hurt his knee. I'm going to take him uh, to see the orthopedist, and you know we'll go from there. And keep you updated. Um, so. I shot her an email just because we were communicating better and just like, hey, you know, why don't we actually, you know, bring him here? Why don't we take a look at it first because we can probably help him, you know, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking it was something minor. I was thinking maybe tweaked it a little bit. Yeah. Um, But 
She said, yeah, I'll bring him over. Shortly after that, she sent me the video of this, man. This is straight up. Yeah, she's got it on a video, which is crazy. This is like Tosh.0 material here. So um, you want to kind of describe what happens? You're more the baseball guy. Yeah, yeah. So, so, um, you know, when you're catching and you have a play at the plate, right, your, your, your goal is to stay out of the baseline until you have the ball right um and, and again to avoid a collision there and technically it's it's interference if you're in the baseline without the ball but um and there are all kinds of rule changes now in baseball especially even at the top major league level trying to prevent uh some catastrophic collisions but this was something where he was positioned well but the the throw from from the outfield i can't remember center right field or something the throw came in and took him into the baseline took him up the line a little bit um and, and so he uh all of a sudden now is in the way of the runner. The runner did slide, but as the runner slid, his left the or the patient's left foot remained planted, and and he was kind of that out to in kind of collision there, right? Mm -hmm. Your typical thing that you think of yep. when you're thinking MCL, right? That valgus stress there, and so the the foot was planted with the runner sliding in and, and kind of went right into that knee there. Um, it was he pretty. Got it was pretty violent, and he got yep. hit pretty good. Um, and he was on the ground. I remember you showed me the video before he actually got to the clinic mm -hmm. and thinking, oh, man. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, just to kind of set it up there. So, you know, throw took him in the baseline. That's part of the potential of, you know, that's why, that's why catchers, you know, my dudes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> say sometimes you're going to be in yeah. harm's way, man. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so, um, so you get that video. And then, like, I'm, I'm with a patient at the time. Um, and I, I kind of see them out of the corner of my eye coming in because we got these big windows at the front of the clinic. And um, the, the, the kid is like basically like, you know, got his arm around his mom and he's basically like hopping, hobbling, like barely weight bearing, if anything. Yeah, yeah. Toe way. touch, yeah, if that. Toe yeah. touch, if that, right? So I was like, oh crap, man. This is, I was like, I wish I would have asked more questions before, before it came it gets, in. So yeah. I was like, I don't want to waste their time. But uh, nonetheless, long story short, we get him back. And, you know, immediately we we're kind of just chatting a little about he's in a lot of pain. I mean, he's, he's hurting, mm, but he's, he's able hurt. to talk. You know, he's a tough kid. He's not crying or anything like that. Hey, he's um, catcher, bro. Cool. Now, there's anything wrong with yeah. him. Yeah. So, uh, so anyways, um, you know, in the back of my head, I'm thinking auto knee rolls, right? So, you know, yep. weight-bearing, questionable, right? So, technically, you know, you, you could make an argument it was a limp. You could make an argument he wasn't weight-bearing because it was toe touch, but I'm here on the side of caution with that. Right. Um, he was also very, very tender on his fibular head, which makes sense because that's where he got he got rocked, right? Yeah, he got from the outside. Yeah, yep. got hit from the outside end. Um, probably the biggest thing that really uh, nailed it down for me was he did not have the ability to flex his knee to ninety degrees. You know, you just had him sit on the edge yep. in a dependent position. Um, it, it wasn't happen. We didn't force it, um, but it was not going to happen. So I was like, right. listen. You know, I talked to his mom. I was like, you know, th this based off of our guidelines, based on these auto knee rules, it's not appropriate for uh, me to, to move this thing around or treat it or try to even do much more thorough assessment before he gets an X-ray, right? Because we right. got we got to rule out a fracture first. You know, we're thinking that there's some kind of ligamentous injury for sure because of the way because of what we saw in the right. video. But we got to rule out a fracture before we start messing with that. So, um, so luckily we got a good relationship with uh, orthopedists in town. Um, we talked about I guess we say his name right yeah uh, yeah, yeah yeah so Mickey Plymouth um he's he's a good dude right he yeah my pec major repair he's the one we send our friends and family to um just with he's awesome surgeon but one thing I like about him the most is that he'll communicate with you right he'll yeah, return your sure. phone calls 100 text you back and, and he's great easy to talk to he doesn't have like the huge ego that a lot of times you see with ortho um so it just so happened we called him kind of at the right time and uh Mickey actually came to the clinic which yeah cool, yeah right? he so, wasn't in the office so he came over yeah which is, so, that was awesome yeah so we came over uh what maybe it took him like 15 20 minutes from yeah the time we for talked. sure and, yeah um, he actually assessed the the kid in the clinic and um man it was it was cool like um you know there's a couple a couple things that I actually got from that from watching yeah, yeah. um any any other thoughts before we dive yeah yeah too? before we go into that too I think uh, a couple things I want to make is just it when you talk about Ottawa knee rules like there's there's um with that too, the 
it's one of those things, Alyssa. It's like yep. this or this or mm-hmm. this or this. So it, you know, even if you're questionable on like whether it was weight, you know, the weight bearing should count right. or not, the fact that he couldn't flex to ninety, or the fact that he had tenders over the head of femur or fibula, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. um, those are in in themselves enough to indicate that you need to have right. some some uh, you know, imaging done whenever right. there's trauma associated with it. So it's not necessarily an and like I know some of the other sure. Ottawa rules. This one's kind of like this one or this one or this one. Right. So um, maybe sure that you have a good grasp of that is really important to know if it's appropriate or not yeah that's and that's a good point too just so people don't think i'm an idiot like had i seen that video ahead of time like i would have been like no, let's, just, yeah. let's just go ahead and send him over to, right yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah for but, sure but he was here so i figured we made the most and it actually worked out really really well because um you know mickey came in he assessed him and um you know watched him go through a special test and one of the things that i thought was pretty cool is um when he did his valgus stress test at 30 degrees he just really simple he took a folded up pillow and put it underneath the patient's seat he was able to get him to relax and i mean he yeah, barely yeah. Barely bit pressure into that test. You could see that thing gapping. Right? Yeah, it did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, did a Lockman's test. Was not very aggressive with it. Didn't need to yeah, be. Yeah, yeah. Like, that was my biggest outside. surprise was mm-hmm. he wasn't as aggressive with the Lockman's yeah. as I thought. Um, yeah. Like, because you, know, you hear those stories of like, you know, if it's almost all the way gone, sometimes the testing being so aggressive can can, can take it the rest of the yeah. way. Um, so um, that was, he wasn't super aggressive with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, again, you also like kind of, you'd mentioned, we didn't necessarily basically watching the video, but also he wasn't extremely like swollen, right? You didn't have yes. a ton of that fusion. So we weren't right. maybe thinking that it was going to be the ACL anyway mm-hmm. um, in, in this instance. Yeah, because ACL is yeah. extra, extra capsule. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. But that, that MCL, that valgus stress, I mean, it was, that thing was mm-hmm. moving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, after that, um, you know, again, uh, Mickey's super cool. He kind of explained it to the family, explained it to us a little bit. They went ahead and made a call to get an MRI um, yeah. and got him that in night. really quick. Yeah. And, um, everybody was just very grateful that he was seen that quick. Because honestly, it's like two hours after the injury. And, you know, really when it comes to doing a, a, an examination from the orthopedist and or the imaging, um, you, you don't want to let too much time pass where they get any kind of swelling or stiffness because that can kind of kind of skew the results, makes things a little bit cloudy. So um, the, yeah. the, the speed of that, getting it done that quick was very, very helpful. So uh, imaging, uh, we got the we got a call from the mom today, um, yep. got the results back. And um, I think the biggest thing that stood out was that he had just some massive contusions, right? Some big bones. Yeah, yeah. It seemed to be causing his pain, right? Because I think the location of them um, or where the, the bones articulate, and that's why he's so painful walking. Um, but no fractures, which is good, right? Yep. I got ruled out, did his job. Um, definitely tore the MCL. Um, yeah, said that hang on, a few fibers yeah, there. Yeah, some fibers um, present, but they're not recommending surgery at this time. We talked about it before, right? Oftentimes, MCLs are not right, right, right. Um, re- repaired, reconstructed. So um, that should be the case. And uh, ACL was apparently not torn either. So yeah. we're in a good spot. So, um, what we're going to do, um, for, we're going to kind of track this um, in future episodes on the Patreon, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll be able yeah. to get into it a little bit more yep. on like what actual, I mean, but initial thoughts, right? It's like, you know, we want to keep this moving, but the number one thing is we're trying to avoid that, mm-hmm. that valgus stress, right? right. So, so we, we, we're not going to be able to see him today. It would have been great to get him in today. Mm-hmm. We're going to try to see him next week. Um, you know, uh, so, and, you know, we get him in, it, it's going to be about getting that thing moving, but being cautious and, and mm-hmm. smart about what our precautions are. And we can dive in more to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah we'll, absolutely. We yeah, get but, into that case. Yeah, but I think it'll be good to kind of see it while it's really fresh and acute and talk about, you know, do's and don'ts, you know, things that we can use at our clinic, uh, like BFR and stuff like that, and just kind of what the, the sessions are going to look like. For sure. The, benefit, the goals of it are too, right? Because we're not right. trying to get him back on the field, you know, within the yeah, next yeah. month, but it's to, you know, initially try to create a healing environment, prevent atrophy, prevent deconditioning, all that kind of stuff too. So I think it'll be a lot of fun um, for all, for everybody, right? For the, yeah, yeah, the man. Too, so uh, yeah, for good. sure. Um, so if you're, if you're interested in that, um, and again, we appreciate all of our, our Patreon listeners. That's patreon.com slash better, faster cases, five bucks a month. You get access to all that two bonus episodes a week.
Yeah, man, it's, that's been fun to record those too, and yeah. to just uh, you know hear your insight on different things and that kind of stuff. It's fun. It's uh, it, it, it's been fun to go through that and to make those too to to almost get a chance to recap your own work and, and decide well you know you also I mean I'm I don't know about you but I'm realizing things that oh man I, maybe I want I should have tested yeah. this or or like sure. oh and then you know it, it's been nice to actually have that yeah. kind of almost holding myself accountable yeah, in a lot absolutely. of ways yeah yeah man and it's kind of been like an extra layer two or three places oh, I think this will make a good case something different to talk about this week too so, yeah for yeah, sure for sure I got a fun headache one cool. that's uh, that should get posted here this week too that's uh, our headache and and, yeah. and uh, you know right-sided cervical pain mm-hmm. but yeah. um yeah cool. so it's it's been fun man but yeah it was i feel bad for the kid but he's he's tough uh yeah. he'll do well um but you know these things happen for sure. it, it does yep. and, and catastrophic injury yeah but i think it also just highlights the need for developing those relationships in the community man um Absolutely. the fact that you know like you mentioned having having somebody that you can reach out to that you know is going to get back to you and get back mm-hmm. to you timely and then on their day off when they're not in the clinic willing to actually come yeah. to you to look at like that's you don't see that everywhere, right man. just like yeah. somebody you trust their professional opinion too. oh for it's like, sure it's like the ringer it's like okay yeah, yeah i know he's going to give them the best just make the best decision give them the best care too so yeah. that's yeah we appreciate that, yeah appreciate so that's that, that was huge too to mm-hmm. see so absolutely and very much appreciated by cool. all especially the family yep. ultimately yeah absolutely so uh looks like we got a lot of updates man we've got uh we got this Haley versus Adam competition. Um, we got a little more, you know, the, the, you're going to go down that nicotine train a little bit more, right? If it's not a performance enhancer, I'm not going to put it in my body. Um, <laughs> we're going to talk about this case with this uh, MCL sprain. So a lot, of, a lot of cool things coming up. So um, uh, appreciate all our listeners, and um, we'll be back next week with the free episodes and two of the paid episodes on the Patreon. This is a Better Faster podcast. We're out. This episode is brought to you by Vertex PT Specialist. One patient per doctor physical therapy per hour. Guaranteed. The best physical therapy ever. Check us out at vertexpt.com or on the gram at vertexpt.